you are now tuned in to the Alright Talk Show with me, your host, Shane Trainer, where we talk all things business, health, money, mindset, and everything in between. So crank up the volume, sit back and relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the All Right Talk Show. I am delighted to have Tony Robinson, who is the founder and owner of Lifted Brewing Company, a completely alcohol-free beer with a twist. And we're going to get onto that twist shortly. Tony, thanks so much for joining me on the show. How are you doing? Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, I'm doing uh, really nicely. Thank you. Very good. Excellent. Yeah, no, pleasure to get you on. Um, I really want to get you on because I think what you're doing is great um and we're going to get into uh, why in a minute but so firstly tell me about what is lifted beer now i said it there's a twist but i wanted to hear it from the owner and founder himself why is this beer got a twist to it yes yeah, so um we are the first and only beer in the uk currently that um is not only alcohol free um and it's completely alcohol free as well so it's zero percent um but we also contain uh, 10 grams of protein per can. So every single can that you have of our beer, uh, whether it's our lager or our IPA, which we're launching shortly, uh, has 10 grams of protein per 330 mil. So you can have two or three of those and get a really good um, protein intake. So perfect for after sport, perfect for after exercise. If you've had uh, a workout during the day and you need to get your protein intake up later on, um, you want to have a couple of beers in the evening, this is a great way to, to get that in. Um, I personally uh, don't like the shakes, the protein shakes. They're mm. so thick and creamy and heavy. Um, and this is a, 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 a completely vegan um, plant-based protein and a great way to get extra protein into your body, um, all, all while having uh, an enjoyable beverage and actually having a beer that tastes nice. And I think, Shane, you've had a few and uh, hopefully you can agree with that, that it's, it's a pretty good beer. Yeah, no, I can definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, I ordered some and yeah, it tastes like I, I like the taste of it personally. And the fact that I still can't get my head around the fact that I'm drinking a beer and it's got protein in and I have a lot of protein shakes anyway. And sometimes I get a bit sick of those and sometimes I crave a beer and I'm not drinking alcohol at the moment. So to come across lifted in fact before i met you i was following lifted anyway on over on instagram and i was like this is genius um <laughs> and the fact that you can drink beer whilst get your protein intake is like mind-blowing to me and i just think like like you said it's um it's like a, a world first so yeah i, yeah. Think, I think it's brilliant so, <clears throat> i went i went to gym this morning at like six um I, I normally train pretty early um but that doesn't mean that i don't need protein in the evening throughout the day so i'm like 90 kilos myself so i'm trying to get like 180 grams of proteins 200 grams of protein per day um i've got a can of lifted with me now uh, which i'll probably crack open in a little bit um that's an extra 10 grams for me which which i wouldn't otherwise be getting so um and like i say i'm i'm also kind of alcohol free slash um heavily reduce the amount of alcohol that i've been having um over the years um as i think much of the nation is changing their habits towards shifting to a a reduced amount of alcohol um but you still want that taste and flavor and satisfaction of a beer um so we're just combining all these macro trends that are happening smashing them together and created i think a, a really awesome product yeah I, I definitely agree and i think 
actually think you couldn't have timed this more better because like all the non-alcoholic uh brands you know your, your usuals your um coronas peronis etc carlin they're all coming out with non-alcoholic versions now and a couple of years ago they had non-alcoholic versions and they tasted pretty shit and and they they've sort of slowly come out again relaunched like guinness have even come out and <laughs> i love a guinness and guinness zero tastes phenomenal tastes just like a guinness in, in my opinion and i think there's definitely like you said there's a shift and this year apart from when i went to romania for three days when i just had a few of the local alcoholic beers even though to be fair in romania you'd be they've all got the non-alcoholic versions of mm -hmm. their local stuff as well um but like you said, there's definitely a shift towards ha that happening at the moment because I've been off the alcohol this year um, and I'm really enjoying non-alcoholic beers just because, one, you feel sociable, two, you don't get the hangover. Um, obviously, with your beer, you get the added protein, which is great. And, yeah, like I think it, there's a bit of a culture change. Are you feeling that as well? Yeah, crazy shift. Like, <laughs> um, So some stats around that are that one in three, or the main, the main one that you might hear is one in three pub visits in the UK now are alcohol free wow. which is kind of mind-blowing um and yeah. i think a lot of that is to do with um having a lot more choice and a lot better choice so instead of having to have a lime and soda or a coke where you maybe feel a little bit a little bit excluded from the group you can have a alcohol free gin and tonic you can have an alcohol free beer and um, yeah the competition is pretty hot so i know you said timing is good but also um it's bad because you know there's some real good quality beer out there from um, other kind of independent manufacturers, but also the, the mainstream brewers. And, and they're always going to be able to take up the shelf before the independent brands, just because they've got the name and they've got the um, cash to be able to, to promote to promote their products. Guinness, I think, sponsored the Six Nations and the 0, 0.0 was, was, was everywhere. So, um, yeah, the, 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 the nation, I think, is shifting. And it, it's not just the UK. We're, we're quite far advanced, but I've seen it kind of uh, worldwide. So as I mentioned to you earlier, Shane, I've uh, just been in Australia for a couple of weeks and I saw other sports beers. Um, so they didn't have protein in, but they had electrolytes and uh, they were alcohol free. Yeah. Um, Erdinger, um, the alcohol free Erdinger promotes himself as a, uh, as having, uh, as being isotonic. So it's not necessarily, you know, completely balls out going on a sports beer, but it is saying, you know, we've got other qualities in our beer other than just taste. And I think that what we're going to see is um, more products like ours. So we're first in terms of having this additional you know, functional benefit of the protein. I don't expect we'll be last. Um, and I think there's going to be other things that uh, manufacturers will add in that aren't protein based. So, for example, you might see magnesium because it will help you sleep and concentrate. Uh, there's a mushroom beer out there, which gives you, um, again, like helps to relax you. So yeah. there's 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 beer, beer with benefits. Um, Beer that's coming <laughs> yeah i think that's uh, um so someone explained it to me really nicely <laughs> they said alcohol free 1.0 was like your bex and your bex blue and maybe your heineken zeros alcohol three beer kind of like 2.0 it was like brands like lucky saint and free star and big drop yeah and alcohol three beer 3.0 is like beer with benefit because as soon as you remove the alcohol um you can do anything with it and you can actually give it nutritional benefit and you turn it from empty calories into something that's actually good for you so um why wouldn't you do that if you can yeah that's i love that like alcohol 3.0 not alcohol yeah <laughs> like that's yeah no i love that. and you know so i know actually on saturday i went to uh my friend's 30th and again i chose not to drink um and i was just on the non-alcoholic beers well i was on the um 
uh, what it was at zeros. What was it? The Peroni zeros, I think it was. Mm. I don't know what happened. I woke up with a massive hangover on Sunday, like a really thick head, and I drank two pints of water as well. I only had three beers, and then I had a Guinness zero. And you, no one's probably heard this sentence before, but I woke up with a non-alcoholic hangover. And, <laughs> and to prove that I woke up with a non-alcoholic hangover, my friend drank the exact same as me because we do was doing rounds of non-alcoholic beers. And he called me and he was like, Jane, how are you feeling today? And I was like, can I be honest with you? I've got a hangover and I don't know why or how. And he was like, <laughs> me too. And <laughs> so it, it had to be in the beers because I don't know what else it could have been. We drank the exact same thing, three of these zeros and then three, uh, one Guinness zero and two points of water, water each. And we woke up with a, with a, a smashing headache. Explain. So I, don't know the, I, I don't know the science behind that, but I have read some things recently about like, alcohol not actually being what gives you the, hang- the hangover and maybe there's some chemicals um, in beer that, that potentially do that so um i typically he said it was peroni i would peroni, yeah. if i drank three or four pints of peroni normally get a really bad headache in, even though i would enjoy the beer at the time so maybe there's something in that that it's potentially yeah. some of the chemicals that are used rather than the, <laughs> the yeah, alcohol that's, content that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking yeah. came to the conclusion that it's not actually the alcohol that gives you the hang i mean that probably mm help but i mean it amplifies it probably but there's got to be something in there that yeah i mean because i couldn't have been maybe i was a little bit dehydrated as well but you know i don't you know that proves how super lightweight i am going to hang over from non-alcoholic beer but then, <laughs> that's shane that's shane minus 3.0 that is <laughs> so uh, no brilliant so um obviously go go more into more where the idea came from so you decided you were going to sort of have less alcohol and then was it was it last year when when did the idea sort of come to your head yeah so um came to my head beginning of last year so in 2022 so i was reducing the amount of alcohol i was i was having so i'd had a uh, recently had a little boy um so the hangovers were um they were always <laughs> they always weren't fun they were never fun but they became less fun when you had uh, a little boy uh also, um, you know, you didn't really want to be drinking so much around around your kids. Maybe there, there, was, that, there was that element. Um, so I was starting to reduce my 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 my, my alcohol intake. On top of that, so I, I do CrossFit, um, sort of intermediate level. So I'm kind of okay at it, pretty good. And I was training, but not really getting anywhere. Um, and I had to look at myself and go, okay, well, what's what's not right? And you know, it's my diet. You know, my diet's not great. Um, you know eating too much overeating and, and over drinking or, or because of the drink overeating so yeah th- those are the reasons i sort of started to reduce the amount of alcohol i was having and then i started to you know have alcohol free beer on a thursday night or a friday night instead of you know a regular beer um and after i have one of those i wouldn't i wouldn't fancy a protein shake at all because you know you've just had a couple of beers you're not going to then go yeah. and chug a load of milk uh so similarly if you chugged a load of milk and had a protein shake I wouldn't fancy the beers either so I was feeling like uh, you know I, I felt like I was always compromising on something um and I was sat there and I just thought why don't I just try and combine the two combine the two things here and then you know I, I couldn't let that idea leave my head so off the back of that I just decided you know doing the market research looking into all the trends you know across um kind of the health side and also the um alcohol free side and, and and also as well you know sustainability in terms of protein right people are trying to 
consume more protein but eat less meat yeah so if you can have a vegan plant-based product which helps protein consumption become easy then you know it's another huge macro trend that we're tapping into and i couldn't leave it alone so you know i I had the idea i sat on it for about three or four months i'd made some kind of initial inquiries to um you know how we go about making this and sourcing this product and and manufacturing it had it sat on it for yeah three four months and then i just couldn't get it out of my head i I really couldn't and my wife uh, rebecca who also runs a business with me you know we were both just like we're in a red hot market here if we don't do it we're going to kick ourselves so um a bit of a serial entrepreneur anyway mm. um i felt like all the time was right everything was was adding up so I had to go for it i love it yeah I, lo- I love i love the idea i mean you took action i think isn't it that that's the most important <laughs> thing you got started and i think from idea to inception that's pretty pretty good like 4 months to get started yeah 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 so so we, we had a um yeah probably four months of like yeah just the idea then we took the action and then off the back of that it's probably another four months until we had like a final product in our hands um so we'd uh, you know myself personally i didn't have a background in, in brewing so we needed to, to, to outsource this and work with um kind of experts so we worked with a guy that specializes in um, crafting and creating alcohol free beer mm-hmm. uh, basically you know his role in that was to produce a recipe at the end of it that was then RIP and we could take it out to contract manufacturer. Um, so we worked with him and we said, this is kind of the flavor we want. These are the, um, you know, this is the profile. These are the beers we quite like. Let's try and capture this. And we had two in a throw in where we went back and forth with some of the flavors. This, you know, we said, we do like this, don't like this. Let's try and try and, you know, change these elements. And uh, yeah, eventually came up with a recipe that we were, that we were happy with. Uh, we brewed it at a large scale for our first, first batch. Um, still wanted to tweak it a little bit further, uh, uh, which we which we have done. And I think now we've got a really great product. We're probably going to do um, a very slight tweak for our, for our next batch as well. Um, but overall, I'm really pleased with how it's turned out. And I don't think you, you know, if you held it up and tasted an extra another beer, you wouldn't be able to tell which one had protein in it. That's for sure. So yeah. I think that's a testament to to the taste. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I definitely agree with that. And remind me, what was the, what's the protein, this, the source of the protein? What's, is it peas? What, um... Yeah, it's pea, um, which it's might pea sound pea. a bit unusual, but right. um, um, we could have used whey, but then you go down this creamy route um, yeah. and it also becomes uh, uh, not a vegan product because uh, mm. it's got lactose in. Um, and funny enough, like, you know, if you think about beer, you know, the perfect beer is a balance between sweet and bitter. And if you think about a pea, a pea is sweet and bitter. So the actual flavor profile um, is quite nice, although the protein source doesn't, you know, it's kind of flavorless, but it did, if it were to have a flavor, it's like slightly sweet, slightly bitter. So we can, we can work with that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's brilliant. So I just want to talk about, because obviously I've listened to, and you've probably listened to this as well. So like, you know, some of the, um, how some of the other companies got started. So I've listened to Brewdog's story. Mm-hmm. And that was quite a hard story on, on how he started that and the competition and all the shit that happened. Um, obviously, you're very much at the inception still. You're growing. And I can see from what I can see, you're doing a great job. Um, what challenges have you have you had so far um, in your in, in growing this and trying to get it out there as a new yeah, business? Yeah, I think... I think um you know 
one thing that's clear is that there are a lot of people that get this and you know they just click buy so so just to to precursor that we're primarily at the moment just selling through our own website and the main way we're getting people there is through social media and some google advertising um so my background is kind of e-com so um kind of felt comfortable doing that our longer term vision is to get into the grocers and get into the gym chains so that we can be you know very available for when people want that type of drink mm-hmm. um but the biggest um you know i think challenge that we're coming across is we are getting trolled a lot on <laughs> on our adverts um in terms of people saying you know this is this beer is so woke like why would you put protein into a beer if i want to have protein i'm just going to have a steak um you know all, all sorts of things like that um you know that, and there's all there's already the alcohol free haters so you know the yeah. amount of comments we the amount of comments we get like this would be good if it had alcohol in it like then it wouldn't be a good product because alcohol prohibits um photosynthesis so you're you know you you aren't going to you know it, it just doesn't combine well so uh, that that's probably you know we've got objections that we need to handle and um yeah it's an unusual product that's what happens when you're first to market right you have yeah. you have um people that don't get it and then you have your tribe that just get it and they they go for it yeah definitely and you know what i actually saw those comments yesterday i was on facebook i saw your ad actually came on my facebook yeah. feed i saw it and i saw a lot of the trolls and i commented on there and i was like I said, saw it, bought it, drank it, liked it, order it again. And then someone put the laughing emoji to my comment. So they even trolled my comment. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I think, I think, look, if you have haters, you're doing something right. The thing I, the thing I like about that, right, is, um, yeah, any any reaction is a good reaction. So whether it be positive or negative, um, yeah, most, most of the comments that we get are negative, but for every, comment i get i probably get two or three people buying so um yeah because they're know, boost, that, 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 boosting the algorithm algorithm right yeah it makes my clicks cheaper if they're if they're, <laughs> if they're commenting on it um they don't know it but it makes it makes my clicks cheaper because it becomes relevant so yes. facebook and, and instagram promote it higher yeah 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 bring it on and you know what the more yeah. you engage with your haters just even put like a little thumb emoji back just to acknowledge yeah. that comment the more uh, it will drive I've got to admit, I do sometimes sit up in bed and read through them, and I think, do I bite? Do I bite on these, or am I just going to keep myself up all night by uh, by 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 commenting back here? So, you know, it depends on the comment. I I tend to to leave it to them because people like yourself kind of are backing it up for me. Mm. You know, I'm I'm not actually needing to defend myself because other people that have bought it are actually defending me on their um on their own. So it's yeah. quite cool. Yeah, definitely. And- I guess going a bit into that, like how, like what you said, you're staying awake sometimes, just just like reading the comments and obviously you're battling. But how does how does it make you feel? Obviously, did did you sort of preempt this could cap could happen? You're going to get some backlash. I mean, is it more than what you thought? Is it less? Um, does it make you feel like your this product product's not going to work, or you're just sort of you're just seeing it and you're neutral because you're doing you and you're focusing on on building it because you know people love it. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 not neutral towards it. Like, it definitely spikes my anxiety. Mm. Um, when 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 you read it, it gives you. I don't know how about you, but I feel it kind yeah. of in my stomach when I when I have comments like that. Oh yeah, and yeah, I I, I definitely I definitely feel it. Um, I compartmentalize it. I don't really let it bother me. Um, I'm so focused on many other parts of the business that you know getting bogged down in that isn't going to do me any favors. 
Um, I, I, I just know that we're onto something really good here and there's going to be haters. Um, if you go through and look at all the other alcohol free brands, they get the same comments. Oh yeah, um, they get Absolutely. they get the same comments, and you know they're far more established than what we are. Um, you know, there's just a lot of hate towards this this movement, as as, as big as it is, and as, as much as it's growing. You know, if you go into the supermarket, the shelf space is still you know a fifteenth or twentieth of the size of what the alcohol section is. So it's it it's it's not quite there, um, but it's certainly growing. Yeah, hundred percent. And you mentioned that um, you can only get it on your website. I don't know if you know this or you maybe perhaps forgot to mention it but it's actually i found it on another website okay so yeah there, there are a couple of yeah yeah there are there are a couple of other um retailers that, that are selling it as well so yeah. um yeah you, you can get it through some some other places as well we're mainly i'd say 95 percent of the sales through the website currently uh yeah we've got some b2b orders in from cafes and gyms and um kind of a protein wholesaler um a couple of alcohol free websites um, that are stocking it as well so we're pretty much across most of the kind of alcohol free outlets um, but they don't drive a lot of volume for us um, uh, currently it's just it's just there isn't it like you never know like sometimes i know some of these websites they'll do like bundles won't they where they'll put a sticker can in with six five or six other cans create a bundle of different ones and like a little sampler pack yeah exactly and we only sell in case of the 12 through the website yeah. Um, so that, that's a way that enables us to, we, we, you know, we often get people coming in and saying, you know, can we buy one or two? Um, and then we can send them off to a couple of the guys that, that break it down um, in their own warehouses. And uh, yeah, that's prob probably another challenge of ours is our, our price point is reasonably high. Mm. So um, we're £25 for a case of 12. Mm. Uh, but the additional protein, you know, it does have a cost. So we can't, we can't get our cost down yeah. much further than that at this stage. Obviously, with scale, uh, we're hoping that we can get it down to um, a price point that's slightly more affordable. But ultimately, this, this is a uh, you know high-end product which does contain that 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 protein. So um, you know, there's always going to be a, a surcharge for that. Yeah, I agree. And I think if 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 people looked at it as just a can of beer, yeah, I might agree. It's expensive, right? But mm. your product is a protein beer, right? So if you look at something like a grenade bar, they're two pound fifty, three pound in the shops um for a, for a chocolate bar with 20 grams of protein and that's a lot of protein compacting a bar same with yours yours is a, a, a 10 grams of protein in a beer that's a lot of protein decent amount of protein in a can of, in a can yeah actually so it's, i think but that perspective i think that's a, a fair sort of price point for the time being like you said until you can so you can scale because you're not just buying a drink you're not just buying a can of beer or you're not just buying a non-alcoholic can of beer you're buying a can yeah. with protein that it's doing something it's got it it's got a purpose for you isn't it? it's actually putting good ingredients in your body your fuel exactly exactly that and i think we can use that parallel between the confectionery market quite nicely because you can buy a snickers for what like i don't know 80p Mm. um maybe a pound but you can buy a grenade bar for two pound fifty three pound fifty and it doesn't taste as good as a snickers bar <laughs> and you still you'll pay you'll pay two or three times as much for it um you know because it's got the health the health benefits it's got the reduced sugar and it's got the protein um similarly like if you go into a, a local store like a sainsbury's local or a co-op or you know the convenience type and you're buying a single can of lucky saint or another one of the independent brands they are around the two pound price point so, you know, when you break us down to £2.50-ish, yes. a little bit less if you're buying a 12-pack, 
it's not far off the mark, um, but you are getting that, like, you know, like you said, purpose to the beer again. You know, I, I think that for me, I, you know, drinking alcohol-free beer, um, I love it. Like, it tastes brilliant, but it is kind of a little bit empty, um, empty calories. Mm. And once I put, um, you know, the, the protein in it, our, our, our current beer is 73 calories per can. 60, 60 of those calories are actually coming from the protein. So, um, you know, it's very low calorie drink. It's a really cheap way to get protein into your body for, for the calorie count. Mm, yeah, it's, an, it's, it's, it's a no brainer. And yeah. it, it makes sense to have that beer as part of your diet. Which I love. <laughs> Who <laughs> thought you would be saying that? Yeah, I know, right? 2023. Thank God for 2023. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, like I say, woke, woke yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we were thinking about like really leaning into that, like with our like next piece of content that we do, like, you know, making a, you know, a bit of self-deprecation and taking the mick out yourself a little bit based on these, these, these comments, this feedback that we've had and really leaning into the fact that, hey, look, we know we're not for everyone. Uh, we know it's a bit of a funky idea, mm. um, but try and try to find a creative way to, to, you know, make that work for us. I, I do like that actually, um, because, well, I guess it's the, the type of brand you want to be like uh, I'm trying to think of a brand that's quite controversial but works a treat for them I guess you could say maybe a grenade where they roll around the streets with a tank as a promotional <laughs> vehicle literally a promotional vehicle yeah. Um, yeah and then there's other brands out there that do like mad and crazy stuff but that's just like you know I guess Virgin like Virgin uh, Richard yeah. Branson was the brand and he did things like sail a balloon across the Atlantic Ocean, you know, mm-hmm. and I guess if you want to go down that that route of being a bit sort of funny, but creative and people like laugh, but they get it and it's, it could work. Um, so yeah, there's definitely something to, to, to explore there for sure, isn't there? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's over to uh, my wife for the creativity. I, I can do the product bit. She can do the, uh, <laughs> the, the creative marketing stuff. <laughs> Love it, love it. So I guess ultimately then, where do you want this to go? Like, where do you see this in, let's say, five to 10 years' time, if you've obviously that, that thought that far ahead? So I know obviously you've got the IPA coming out. Are you thinking yeah. of doing some kind of stout or like where are you thinking of going with this? Uh, so probably probably wouldn't go down the stout route at the moment, uh, although I know it's like super popular with Guinness and there's been some others that seem to kind of be going down that route and looking at the stout, I don't think the market's there, um, you know, in terms of the size for, for, for where we are. Um, but we look, we would look at maybe other functional benefits. So I'm not sure what they would look like at the moment, but certainly like wouldn't limit it just to protein. Um, so we, we could look down that route, but I mean, what I really want to do is nail these first two products and have like two SKUs that are, you know, kick-ass that you can buy in, you know, across independent gyms that you can buy across the big chain gyms that you can buy in bars and cafes uh, that you can buy at grocery. So, you know, there's a lot of work to do on that before we even think about where we take the products. Uh, so my view is, yeah, you're, you're, you know, think about our target customer. They're, they're going into, they've had a hard day's work, probably living in the city. They've um, gone to do their kind of daily shop they picked up their healthy food after going to the gym. They go over to the alcohol-free section and they look at all the other cans and they pick ours because ours is the you know, best bang for the buck in terms of actually getting the nutritional benefits. So you know, just cho- choosing ours over, over, any, over anyone else's because they just see the value in that. So yeah, I think we've got 
a, a lot of room for growth here and we, we're on to some good leads and some good opportunities in terms of some of the grocers and some of the gym chains um long way to go long road ahead but i'm i'm pretty confident that we're going to be able to get there definitely you've got the uh the sort of you've got half a foot in the door ready to go warming up the uh yeah the leads and the referrals and um yeah if anyone is listening to this and you know you'd like to reach out then definitely um if you can help in any way to get this thing out there then uh, yeah please by all means do um oh, brilliant so we do have a <laughs> closing tradition on the show and uh, i asked three random oh questions <laughs> to uh my guest the so these are quick fire questions and um trying to think about them too much but don't worry if you do so you got me worried here <laughs> it's all good it's all good random question number one what beer would you class as piss beer as piss beer <laughs> um, I, I mean there's loads isn't there I, I can't stand like Carling and Carlsberg and all that crap yeah that's an, easy, that's an easy one for me to answer I think I just thought I'm going to ask someone who actually produces their own beer to come up with yeah. <laughs> I was going to say they're like in the top two for me as well I think Carling and Carlsberg yeah I mean like you'd be desperate you'd be very desperate if you went down that route the Weatherspoon special, isn't it? That one, one pound. I tell you what, hey, you, you, go you, on to you, the... you can get good beer in a spoons now. You can get good beer in almost all pubs these days. You can, you can, and spoons is uh is pretty. You know what? I do like spoons for beer because I like their their local sort of ales that they have on. They do, yeah, yeah. Like one pound thirty a pint, and they're like six percent. Like you know, when yeah. when I'm drinking, that is, I suppose. Yeah. they're really nice, actually. I went to um, so I'm a, I'm a Watford Watford fan, a Watford supporter. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to uh, Stoke away a few uh, a few months back. And I went to a pub and all they had was Worthington's, Carling and Guinness. Um, so the, op- <laughs> the options weren't great. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I, I do like Worthington's actually. But um, yeah, and then, but Carling for the beer, nah. Right. That was it, that was it. That was three beers on tap and that was it. Yeah, downhill, downhill. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't drinking anyway, so I was fine. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm the non-alcoholic, <laughs> of course. Right. Second question: What is the, your most watched movie? Ah, uh, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of films. Uh, maybe something like um, Superbad, you know, with McLovin and yeah. uh, you know, the com- the comedies from back in the day, Superbad yeah. or Old School or Anchorman, something like that. Nice. Yeah. Like speaking of the beers, then like. Um... Yeah, I love one of the best scenes when the goes to the shop, yeah. and then he get he get punched by the uh, the robbers. <laughs> it's the classic film that is. What is it? The uh, the vodka with the golden flakes. That's what they were they're trying to protect to get to the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Class. Uh, I've not watched it in a while. Maybe I need to uh, to, to to have a go at it again. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a classic class film. All right, final question. Would you rather five million pound in your bank right now, or have started lifted brewing at the age of eighteen, knowing what you know now? I'd take the five mil. You take the five mil. hundred <laughs> percent, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do a lot with five million. You do a lot of damage with that amount of money. <laughs> what would you do with the five mil? Would you start? Would you? Would you start the uh, 
lifted with five mil of you. If five mil landed in your bank tomorrow, do you think you'd close up shop or just do you think you'd just continue it as a little side passion project? But you'd pump that no, money I, growing it. I, I'm really enjoying doing it at the moment, and you know it's a great learning experience as well. Um, I find like as you get older, you, you you need to take advantage of like these learning experiences. Um, so I'm, I'm really enjoying it actually, and uh, you know I've got the interest in property as well, Shane. So I'd probably pump some money into a few more few more kind of easy properties. Um, I've had some challenges with the, 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 the most recent ones that I've done. Yes. Um, but I'd probably get some, some some more property and just, you know, secure the financial future um, for, for me and the family. Like it. Love it. And for those that are listening that don't know, I actually met Tony at a property developer sort of meetup Puri night, didn't we? So it was sort of like a little net, network, any type. It wasn't even an event. It was just... A mutual friend Henry got us together, didn't he? And said, "I've oh, come and have a crew from other other sort of developers and people in the industry." There was like five of us that turned up, wasn't there? And you and I just sat next to each other and just got chatting. And then you said you're sort of taking a backseat and property and focusing on this. And I just found it fascinating. Yeah, it was awesome. So uh, yeah, we went for that meetup, and I felt like um, you know I shouldn't be there really because I'd kind of not done much in the property side and what I had done has just been fairly basic in terms of you know buy refurbishing remortgaging and putting pulling money out so nothing too exciting no no crazy strategies um and then you guys are all all kind of chatting away and um I didn't have a, a great deal to offer on that front and then um <laughs> as soon as I opened up about the the beer everyone was um okay that's um that's kind of cool and uh it was yeah it was a really awesome event and yeah I want to do more of them and um yeah uh, i think we'll, we'll definitely meet up with a group again i'm sure yeah i think we've got a date booked in the diary for may but i'd have to double check when that is but yeah. uh, i think we're doing it quarterly but yeah and like i said i'll get you to some more networking events as well that are not just yeah. property based but are like different other types of businesses and just to yeah. network with the business owners and stuff and yeah no it'd be good but brilliant so no, it's been an absolute pleasure to get you on the show. And how, how, can, how can people contact you and reach out to you? And obviously, people can buy your beer, obviously, on the Lifted website, which is, what's the handle for that? Yeah, so it's um, liftedbrewing.com for the website, um, or lifted underscore brewing on Instagram. You can just drop the message on there. Or if you do want to email, it's tony at liftedbrewing.com. Um, but yeah, I'm, you, know, you can find me anywhere across any of those channels. I'm pretty responsive. So if anyone wants to get in touch, that would be awesome. Uh, LinkedIn, Tony Robinson. Um, if you want to drop me a message on there as well. Brilliant. And uh, I'm just going to say, actually, even though it's at the end of the episode, that I'm going to officially sponsor this episode. It lifted to the official sponsor of this episode now. So uh, there you go. <laughs> got some sponsorship. Amazing. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> no, no, you, Tony, you've been a, a great guest and it's been really insightful to um, learn more and understand more about Lifted and where you're taking it. I'm really excited for the future. It's been a pleasure to try it and a pleasure to get to talk to you and meet you because I don't know if I mentioned at the start of the podcast, but like obviously when we met, I was already following your your Instagram page and I was like, you're the owner and maker of Lifted. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was was really cool. I was was like fangirling (laughs) over a beer. It's quite quite funny actually because at that point in time I had only had like a thousand followers and you were one of them. I was so one of the thousand. Like what <laughs> yeah. the hell? What a small world we live in. What are the odds of that? Yeah. I know. Crazy man, crazy. But no pleasure. Thanks so much for coming on. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Cool. That has been the Alright Talk Show. We'll be back soon with another episode. Ciao for now. <laughs> <laughs>